Well, hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Reverend Cassandra Ray, Spiritual Director of the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. We are an inclusive learning center of practical spirituality. We're located in South Surrey, British Columbia, and each Sunday we meet uh, live on Zoom uh, to connect safely, and we even have a musician with us every week. So it's a wonderful place to virtually attend right from your living room, bedroom, wherever you are, from your car maybe. <laughs> But every week we are here, we create sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences of universal truth and spirit. This is definitely a loving, compassionate place for you to be wherever you're at on your path, whether you're soaring or struggling or both, there's a place for you here. And as we begin our gathering today, I respectfully acknowledge that I now live and work on the traditional ancestral and unceded territory of the Coast Salish. We honor the first peoples of these land by acknowledging that the area in which I am zooming in from today is the territory of the Stiligwamish, Snohomish, and Tulalip. The indigenous people have inhabited these lands and waters since time immemorial and their ancestors have remained in this territory to this day, continuing to practice the traditional ways of fishing, hunting and gathering these lands and cultural traditions have been passed on to them by ancestors who believe that everything has a spirit and that they are caretakers of these lands and waters. So now I invite you to let everything else go, silence your device or devices. We all tend to have multiple devices that make noise these days. <laughs> and I invite you to just be here now with me. So let's anchor our time together in prayer. And just turning within, softening the gaze or closing the eyes. Let's take a breath together in, letting it out. And just let that conscious breath drop you into that place of the soul where you know, where there is this internal knowing that the creator, the one presence, the one source is alive and well and is expressing as all life. This is the wholeness of being that exists right at the center of everyone and everything. And so I know it exists at the center of me, that inherent in my body, my mind, my heart is a wholeness, a creative power, a love. And as I know this of myself, I know this of each one present here to this prayer right now. I know that this gathering is a circle of belonging that nourishes each one of us. And so I bless each one who steps into this community time, knowing that there is a divine purpose 
a blueprint for each one of us and for this community, for this country, for the world, knowing that that is alive, a seed planted in all of us. I give deep and profound thanks for the ways in which the mind and the heart is opened to this individual, personal and collective purpose. I am grateful for every person who is present. I'm grateful for the gifts that flow from this time. I'm grateful to know that we are individually and collectively guided to our highest expression. And I'm grateful to know that love is alive right here and now holding each one of us, no matter what we're going through. And so with this deep and profound thanks and blessing, I release these words into that perfect divine law of mind, which already says yes and knows exactly what to do, what to say to make it so. And so it is. Hmm. We are blessed to have live music every Sunday. And today we welcome a beautiful musician who sings from his heart and soul, Ivan Boudreau. He's a prolific songwriter, crafting honest and such meaningful songs about many of the simple emotions and gut-wrenching feelings that we all experience with a beautiful folk music sound delivered in his just warm and relaxed approach. I am thrilled to welcome back Ivan Boudreau. Thanks, Reverend Cassandra. It's always a pleasure to be here. And I hear so much that um, often translates into new songs. So I, I really enjoy the messages and the people. And when you sent the theme, this one just really came to mind. If we could all live together and help each other, the world would be a better place. Life's winding road We've come to know can feel so much better when we're not alone walking each other home so take my hands it's time to go the sky may be stormy gonna blow walking each other home a little kindness is good for the soul deep down inside us it flows wonderful journey one step at a time I'll hold your hand if you hold mine I've had my share 
been high, been low. When it got too heavy, you'd lighten my load, walking each other home. waning a new day will dawn with you is where I belong we turn in the corner there's no rush my friends we'll all get there in the end one thing certain I've come to know we're in this together with all flesh and bone walking each other home one day we'll go back to where we came from Walking each other home Walking each other home Wow, Ivan, you're beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for singing us through our service today. Whew. If I were to ask you if someone is successful, what factors would you consider? their education or their career, their wealth, maybe their accomplishments. What about personal qualities or the relationships they have? Maybe it's the quality of their life. Um, we tend to view success through an individual lens. Like it's about the person, the individual. But we can also view success through a collective lens, through a community lens. In my Inupiaq culture, the cultural values that are set forth are all based on your relationship to the village, to the community. Each value, there's 12 that we've stipulated or identified, each one of them is about the health, the harmony, and well-being of the collective. So individual success is born out of your contributions, your generosity, your compassion, your humor, and your humility. So when you live in an environment where individuals 
literally cannot survive on their own, then it's easy to see how we need one another, how we're meant to depend on one another, and how we grow by being in relationship with one another. So I'm curious, and I'm looking at you all who are joining me on Zoom, if you have your your camera on, I'm just curious, you know, raise your hand if you like to depend on others. I mean, and I'm, I don't, so I'm not raising my hand either. So yeah, I don't see any raised hands. Um, you know, why is that? Why are we so resistant to needing one another? Why is it that so often we just rather go it alone, right? Okay, so I have another question for you. Thank you for those of you who've now turned on your video camera so I can see you. Um, go ahead and just raise your hand if you like abundance. I'm gonna keep my hand up this time. Yeah, oh, quickly. <laughs> yep, I see you. <laughs> All the hands go up. You know, if you like plenty to go around, you know, oh, I love that people are using their Zoom hand too. I love that they're raising their Zoom hand. Um, you know, when I when we think of abundance, you know, we think about there's plenty to go around, everyone's basic needs are met, and then there's also lots of leftovers to share with others, right? And so I'm raising my hand for on abundance for sure. I mean, I love abundance. And today I'm going to share some ideas about going further together from this book called Belonging, Remembering Ourselves Home. It's by Tokopa Turner. Now you might not know her so I just would like to start out by introducing you to her. Uh, so from the back cover, I'm just going to read a little bit from the back cover. Oh, there's her picture. Um, Tokopa Turner is a Canadian writer, teacher, and dream worker who blends the mystical tradition of Sufism with a Jungian approach to dreams. In 2001, she founded the Dream School from which hundreds of students have since graduated. Sometimes called a midwife of the psyche, wow, Tokopa's work focuses on restoring the feminine, reciprocity with nature, honoring grief, ritual, and making beauty. She lives on a small island in the Salish Sea of British Columbia. She lives on Salt Spring Island. And the first idea I want to share with you from her book is how asking for help and depending on one another creates a cascade of abundance. What? Yes depending on one another creates a cascade of abundance. So I'm going to read you a passage. Tokopa Turner writes, we had a friend who underwent a serious operation who typically has a hard time asking for help. Can anyone relate to that? 
Despite her discomfort, she decided to reach out to us and ask if we could buy her some groceries. We were so honored to be asked that we also made her a pot of homemade soup and showed up with some wildflowers. She was so grateful that she asked because as it turned out, she also really needed someone to split some kindling for her. She was moved to tears by our simple generosity, and we had one of the loveliest afternoons of that winter. Fast forward to a year or so later when we were high and dry for firewood late in the season, and it was she who offered us an excellent connection. As it turns out, not only did she do us a great favor, but the lovely fellow whose firewood we bought was in desperate need of money. So there is a cascade of abundance that thrives when we ask for help. Wow, this is an excellent example of how our individual experience of abundance is wrapped up in our collective experience of giving and receiving. Our individual experience of abundance is wrapped, is woven within our collective experience of giving and receiving. We were created to need one another. And not every mammal is created to need one another. Not every species is created to need one another, right? Imagine, think about all of the beings in the universe who are born and, and they go off and they live their life. They're simply born and, they're, and they leave their parents and they're gone. That's not what happens for humans, is it? Mm -mm. We are created to need one another and even to depend on one another. And this is not a deficiency or a weakness. Tokopa Turner goes on to write after sharing this personal story is far from the cultural notion that to be dependent is feeble. It is the fortifying activity of our interdependence. We know that when we lean in to support another, we are sustaining our own circle of belonging. When we reach out to support another, we're sustaining our circle of belonging. So the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock is a circle of belonging. And this community is in a state of transition. Just this past week, I moved from Coquitlam, BC to Everett, Washington to be closer to my family. And I don't know what's next for me. Much like this community doesn't yet know what's next for it. However, what we do know is that we are evolving into our next expression. So during this time of transition and change and evolution, I encourage you to reach out to one another. This community needs your presence now more than ever. Live in the question of what's next together. 
Spirit's highest vision of this community is alive and well inside each member of this community. While leadership changes, including the minister, including board members, right? Including practitioners. Who serves in those roles changes over time. But the constant is that the community remains. Now, you might not want to reach out. (laughs) That might be vulnerable and scary. But Tokopa Turner writes that reaching out is actually an offering of generosity. So one way, one easy way to reach out in an offering of generosity is to attend the community visioning sessions that licensed practitioners Jill and Tamara are facilitating starting on October 27th on Zoom. That's one really easy, you know, not that not that vulnerable way to just dip your toe into being part of the answer of what spirit's highest vision for this community. What's next? How do we tend to this circle of belonging? So what are other ways that you can reach out? How else can you make an offering of generosity? Each one of you is a vital part of this community. And you've made your way to this community, this spiritual community at this particular time, not by accident. You are valuable and important. Tokopa Turner says that in fact, you are necessary. Mm, Necessary. You are necessary. I'm going to read you another quote. Here's what she writes. There is a genius that can only be found in our coming together. And it's our combined abilities that elevate and strengthen us. True humility doesn't mean making yourself smaller, but recognizing that we are all the same size. Necessary. We are all the same size. Necessary. You are necessary. You help create the genius of this community. You have abilities this community needs. And this community is strengthened because of your presence, your contributions, and your willingness to co-create together, to need one another, and to be needed. You know, I looked up the word community in the dictionary, (laughs) but none of the definitions were inspiring. I just like, I didn't like them. I was like, eh. These aren't, these don't move me. So I made up my own definition. (laughs) Community is something that builds a bond between people. It builds a bond between people. So it can be geography, you know, like the people that live near you, that can be what builds a bond. But it can be common values and beliefs, like a spiritual center or church. You know, it can be an activity like a sport or a hobby. 
Community is anywhere that people come together around a common goal, cause, activity, or location. And it's the bond you share with others, with each other, that turns a group of people into a community. Like people can be gathered together in one place, but that doesn't necessarily make a community, does it? It's the bond you share that turns it into a community. So while the idea of community is a noun, Tokopaw Turner teaches us that community is also a verb. What? That's right. There's a chapter in Belonging titled Tending a Village, where Tokopaw Turner shares about her journey moving from the city to a small rural mountain town. And just like in the villages of the North Slope borough of Alaska, where my family is from, Tokopaw Turner found that her new environment taught her so much about reciprocity and village living. And here's what she says about it. And while I instantly knew that this kind of community was something I wanted to be a part of, it, it took me much longer to realize that community was something I needed to practice. Community is an action. It's something to be built and experienced as a natural expression of the bonds that are created between people. Community is a practice, just like meditation is a practice. Prayer is a practice. Spiritual living is a practice. So too is community. And community is something that cannot be created by yourself alone. So how might you practice community? What are the things that you might do or say to build bonds with each other? Spirit, the divine, the creator of all, lives inside each one of us. This means that there is wisdom inside of you. There are answers inside of you. You are guided by your intuition, your gifts and talents, your dreams, and even your likes and dislikes. Even the things that bug you. <laughs> there's some things, there's something in there that's guiding you, right? Something in there that is meant to teach you. So you have something to contribute. You are necessary. And you must share your gifts in order to experience the value of your gifts. I, I just, I want to say that again. <laughs> you must share your gifts in order to experience the value of your gifts. So gather your courage, show up, be seen, give and receive in order to build and strengthen the bond of community that will sustain this circle of belonging through this upcoming transition. While there is so much more from this book 
that I want to share with you, I'm just going to read you this one final passage that asks us to transform our mindset from searching for belonging to practicing belonging. And here's what she writes. Instead of always asking, where do I belong? A question that is based in shortage. Consider reversing your definition of the word from a noun to a verb in which belonging becomes a practice of generosity. As in, I belong myself to that which I love. I belong myself to that which I love. A wise teacher once told me that the greatest spiritual practice he knows is to discover what you are most missing in your life and then give that thing away. In other words, take what little you have, which knows too little about everything big, and make of it an offering. Make of it an offering. So if you know what you love, then be willing to give yourself to it. If you don't know what you love, then be willing to dedicate yourself to discovering what you love. Make it an experiment. You see, no one can do either one of these things for you. No one can dedicate you to what you love. No one can tell you what you love. But there is a wisdom inside of you that is guiding your path. Your soul knows. So enjoy the process of discovery. Be new again. Share the work of building and maintaining the community, this circle of belonging, together with one another, not because it has to be done, but because there is a joy in connection, in needing one another, and in and being a place where gifts are discovered and shared abundantly. This is the power of community. This is the power of Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. And this is how we go further together. And so it is. And so I invite you to just turn within for a moment as we ground this knowing, this wisdom, this time together within our consciousness, within the heart, within the soul, and just recognizing that divine wisdom is revealing itself now, that each one here is blessed with an inner knowing, an inner guidance system that reveals to us our highest and greatest purpose. And so just recognizing that, that even by considering and opening up this day, that, that there is a next step that is illuminated clearly. I recognize that the source of courage is a seed planted in each one of us, that what we seek for is right here. And so I am so grateful for the ways in which community and belonging are strengthened right here and now, this week, 
I give thanks for the energy and the presence, for the opportunity to share, to receive, to initiate that cascade of abundance, to practice community. <sighs> I just bless it all. And I bless each one here, letting it be. And so it is. And I'd like to introduce the offertory. We create a sacred opportunities for personal empowerment and collective transformation through wholehearted experiences. If you were inspired by today's music, which was wonderful, thank you, Ivan, and the beautiful message from Reverend Cassandra, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, we gratefully receive your gift, tithe, and offering. Please join me in, there's three ways to donate. Visit our website, www.csl-whiterock.com. Mail us a check, or you may send us an e-transfer. Please join me in our prosperity affirmation. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is. <laughs>